0: podcast listeners, welcome to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast, the podcast where two youth group leaders try to figure out how to do youth group better. My name is Chris Morphew, I'm an author, youth group leader and school chaplain here in Sydney, Australia, and as always, joining me from Melbourne is author, speaker and youth leader, Tom French. How you doing, Tom?
1: I am well. Thank you, Chris. How are you?
0: I'm doing very well. Happy 21st birthday. Ooh, yeah. I
1: 21st, was twenty-first oh, birthdays I've discovered uh if you're a youth b- pastor, you don't get invited to eighteenths, but you do get invited to twenty firsts, because that's when everyone's calmed down a bit and they're like, and I'll I'm have my youth pastor to the place to the to the twenty first. Inviting but... all of
0: their nostalgic old people from their past.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the... been my experience. What are we gonna say?
0: Um I don't remember. Doesn't matter. But what I will say <laughs> is, what a professional outfit we are. Twenty-one episodes in, and still talking over the top of each other. Um, I do need to update you on our game, Tom.
1: Yes. So yes.
0: Um, if you missed last week, I know you didn't, Tom. But for any listeners who missed last week, uh, we had a g- exciting game called what was it called? Grocery or No Sere? Where if <laughs> you it. guessed the timestamp of the podcast at the time when my grocery delivery arrived from Coles, you would get a fabulous prize, which was one of Tom's books. Yeah. And um, I am pleased to inform you, Tom, that we are such a professional operation <laughs> that nobody emailed in to tell us what timestamp uh. the groceries arrived. Because they did, for those of you thinking, but they, I didn't hear it at any point, I know. And it wasn't even edited. We're just a seamless operation here at the podcast. So um, I that is the only explanation I can think of, that we were just <laughs> too slick. But the good news for you podcast listeners Mm. is that the game is going to – the prize pool will jackpot this week because I have another grocery delivery scheduled within the same hour as we are recording this podcast so that we can have another round of grocery or no-siree.
1: If it jackpots, does that mean there's two books?
0: That's right. They can get one of your books and one of my books. Oh, Great. So That's all exciting. you have to do is be the first person to email Chris and Tom's youth group podcast at gmail.com with a timestamp of when you think the groceries arrived at my door. And if you get it correct and you're the first one to get it correct, we will each send you a copy of one of our books. How's that?
1: Can they email in for last week's episode or is it is that? done and dusted now it's it's got to be this week
0: it's done it's got to be this week's last week's one when there's a very loud knock in the podcast recording that's the knock on the door that was the telltale knock (laughs) so anyway an exciting game that we're all obviously very excited about and can continue to enjoy playing for another episode
1: i think the issue is that everyone all our listeners probably own all of our books so they're like, well, I'd play, but I'm such a mega fan that I've got all the books, so why would I bother?
0: Or Well, perhaps, though, that there are, there are some that are, you know, big Tom French fans, and so they have all the Tom French books, but they don't have my books yet. And so maybe <laughs> the jackpot situation will be what it takes to take yeah, this game to the next level. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing... That I need to do, speaking of what a professional outfit we are, is apologize.
1: Oh, no, uh, another
0: apology. <laughs> for uh, the fact that I, while I was speaking into a microphone for the entire recording process, uh, the actual recording was getting picked up by the internal microphone on my laptop. So that explains the poor audio quality. It is not down to Tom's podcast editing prowess which is legendary that's true apologies to you tom and apologies to the listeners for the subpar audio but we're back on par today
1: (laughs) we are thank you chris i accept your apology
0: do we have anything else to discuss before we discuss youth group
1: i don't no i don't think so i think i mean it's, it's four minutes in five minutes in it's time
0: all right well how was youth group last week tom
1: Oh, well, it was sex week. I can see you getting ready.
0: <laughs> that was just a practice. Go on.
1: We had um, big kids table come along and visit us at our youth group. Mm-hmm. So they ran, um, well, they, they turned up and they had like an hour and a half worth of stuff to run and we had to run the stuff around that. So we ran some games and, and that, I mean, that was it really. We had games. I played one game. We played you know that song, um that game the game with the song we I called it I call it song marathon. Yeah, we did (laughs) the (laughs) shame.
0: So cool.
1: And then we did the mannequin challenge. Great. uh, No, it was um that song that that I keep calling it that song. The game I call song marathon, but other people call it a riff-off where you get given a theme or something you've got to think of a bunch of songs which fit into a particular genre or something. So Mm -hmm. I said they've got to think of songs with the word love in it. And then they're in different teams and I say I get them to stand up and sing a line or two from the song which has the requested lyric in it. And then when they've done that, the next team stands up and sings and then the next team stands up and sings and Mm -hmm. then – you do that until everyone's run out of songs or they've repeated songs or you no know, people don't want to join in or things like that until you get a winning team. And we played that to stay kind of on theme and, um, yep. I don't I mean, it was fine. I, like it's pretty, actually it's a pretty good game for just kind of run if you need something to just go quickly yeah. and easily, but it's not the kind of game that you're going to be like, wow, I'm so glad we played that. Let's do that again every week. But it's l- it
0: is that fits into the category of like low effort, moderate rewards, I yes, feel like. No one's gonna that. um come back and you know, when they've invited you to their twenty first, it's not gonna make the speech that one time you played that song <laughs> game. But in the moment, it's pretty fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's where, where it fits. And then we, we all moved into uh the the sanctuary. So we have a youth group. We have a hall where we do youth group, which is right next to the church built the church hall. Mm-hmm. Like they're one hall, but they've got like dividing a dividable wall that you can fold in or out, which got so it. many churches have those walls that can fold up and down. So anyway, we we go from one hall into the church and there we spend an hour and a half talking about sex. And um yeah, and I, it was really interesting having a having an outside group come and do the sex talk because not, I've often done it myself, but having, you know, an outside group come in and do it, uh, it was like one of the things I really appreciate is that, like, they're really well thought through because they've, mm. they've done it a lot and they've spent a lot of time thinking about what to do and how to do it. So uh, that, I, I, that was really kind of, it was really good to do that. I was sitting on a table with... Um, like my year sixes and then the table next to me was the year seven and eight small group. And then further along there was a year nine to 12 small group. And then further on there was a table for the other youth group who joined us um, because we were combined night with another Mm. youth group. And um, it was interesting looking at my table who uh, as year sixes, they were like, uh, they like they, like they had, they were, in, I think it was probably like some of the best teaching on sex that they'd had, but also uh, they were they were fading because was Friday night and they're like, mm. oh man, this is a lot. And some of them had just done like sex ed at school, and so they I think they thought this was a lot better than the stuff they'd got at school. Mm. Um, but also by like an hour and a half in, I was like, oh man, this is a lot. And so then they they went off and played games, so they got to run around while the older ones had a discussion. And that was good, but I could kind of look across the tables and see kind of the um, the change between the year sixes who are um, getting progressively less engaged, and the year the oldest group who was getting like more and more engaged as like as the topics became more interesting and um, there were more things they wanted to talk about. So it was kind of interesting seeing how the, like the ages engaged mm-hmm. differently with the same topic. Um, and how yeah particularly when you're in that year 9 to 12 age group like these are these big questions that you're asking about sex and relationships and the bible and what god thinks of these things and where how do you live faithfully and uh, all the rest like yeah it was, like it's kind of like key for them and uh and the others were um you know not as engaged although my like my thoughts have, has always been the earlier you start talking about sex with young people, even if they're not engaged, the better it is because by the time that they're interested in sex, uh, they're... It's
0: or, good that they've or, already kind of pre... Yeah, If yeah. they've got like a, a Christian worldview kind of preloaded into yep. their mind, they've got categories that they can think about these things in by the time they are actually thinking about them in a way that's personal to their situation yeah
1: yeah that's it so uh yeah i was really really pleased that we did it um and yeah we're going to have another week this week This is pre-empting the last bit but we'll have another week talking about like re- debriefing some of the stuff that we talked about because mm-hmm. having an outside group come in and do stuff is great but now i'm like we need to talk about it amongst ourselves um and see what what comes comes along And Mm it just needs to be discussed. And uh, I think that's a
0: really responsible way of doing things. Like I remember thinking that when you talked about it last week, that um, it's a great, because it would be very tempting to kind of go, well, that's them. And we'll just hand this difficult topic over to another group and kind of wash our hands off it and say, we've done our due diligence without having to have any of the, uncomfortable conversations, but actually, like, to get experts in who are really good at, um, ex- like, articulating a Christian worldview when it comes to, like, these particular issues and topics, and then to pastorally debrief that with your youth the next week, I think that is um, a layer of extra care and thoughtfulness that you don't often see happening, so... Mm. I reckon that's really great.
1: Well, I'll let you know next week if it was really great. But Mm. uh, I'm glad you enjoy, you like the intentions. Um,
0: Well, and it also, it makes me think of something, this was just more broadly as you were speaking of, um, you know, your younger ones who are kind of fading a bit on a Friday night. I think this is um, something that I've been thinking about quite a bit lately is Friday night is like the best and also worst time to try to run a youth group. (laughs) like it makes sense and i understand why we do it then and why you know since the very first youth group friday night has been you know like since the church in the book of acts ran youth group on friday night and played the first ever game of chubby bunnies uh it's always been friday night it makes sense but also they are all wiped after a week at school (laughs) and (laughs) so um it's and it's it's been interesting kind of thinking through and discussing with our uh, leadership team how much we can expect from them, like behaviorally and focus wise. And you want to keep calling them to, you know, be sweet, son, but you also want to recognize like we are all fading after a week at work. Yeah. And so, yeah.
1: Unless you're the youth pastor and it's like, oh, this is it. This is game night. This is what the whole week has yeah, been true. leading up to. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, we, at least for another couple of weeks, do not have a youth pastor. Um, so old, I'm looking forward to there being someone uh, on the team sleeping. who is <laughs> like this is one of their big like aspects of their paid employment. I think that's going to yeah, yeah. be helpful for everybody.
1: Um, uh, this is not really important, but I, I just want to uh, come back to that discussion of the youth group's always been on friday nights it actually like it hasn't actually saturday nights used to be saturday nights in australia really used to be the thing yeah yeah but i think as well from what i know but you know maybe we should get a professional youth ministry historian on the podcast i know there's at least one out there um but yeah i think saturday nights were the time but if you're in the u.s It's often Wednesday nights, so hello to our US listeners.
0: Wednesday nights, yeah, that's a school night, Tom.
1: It is a school night. I don't know why it's Wednesday. If you know why it's Wednesday, send us an email. (laughs) But yeah, it's a bit
0: more equidistant. You know, it's like on the other end of the, like it's as midway through the week as you can get. And so,
1: oh, you know what else I think it is in the US. Like sport happens on a Friday night. Like it's a big night for sport. Friday night. There's an old TV show about it. Friday night lights. Yep. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't go to youth group. So you gotta have it on Wednesday night.
0: Can I let you know that my Coles order has been collected by the delivery partner and it's on its way to me? Oh, giving clues. There's a little clue. Yep. Um, if you'd like to have a go at winning our fabulous prize.
1: Tell me, Chris, about your youth group. How was yours this week?
0: So we had a – after the um, very time-intensive escape room night the previous week, this week was one of our kind of lowest effort activities, which is fact or fiction, which we do it probably once every six months to a year, and it's the same activity every time, and it's so – like basic but they get very <laughs> revved up on it. So um we have kind of ten lines on the ground and we read a series of true or false statements and they choose heads for true and tails for false and everyone they get right they get to step forward. Mm. And if you make it to the like over the tenth line first, you win a prize and that's it. That's just the and easy. The, the physicality of, like, seeing where everyone is placed by, um, you know, how far forward they are in the room. Fun, easy. So one of our leaders um, did the preparation uh, that she was meant to do and prepared a bunch of um, interesting true or false facts and non-facts. And then another one of our leaders, and that leader being me, sort of forgot that he was on that until <laughs> um, he got there. And... Uh, I had, when I went to visit, um, faithful podcast listener, Ruth Lee's, uh, youth group weekend away, they got me to come up with some true and false facts about myself. And so I realized I still had them in a Google doc. And so round two was how well do you know me? Um, which they got weirdly into. Do you want to hear a few, do you want to do a yeah. few now and you can see, um, um, how well you know me, Tom? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh true or false? Kids author Andy Griffiths, author of the Treehouse series once complimented me on my rapping. True. True. Uh my high school nickname was The Juice.
1: The Juice.
0: Yeah. False. That is false. Um Beyonce is a friend of a friend of a friend of mine. (laughs) True. That is true. Uh, I once uploaded a Hunger Games meme video to YouTube as a private joke with a friend, and now it has over 350,000 views.
1: That one I know is true. I've seen that video. It is
0: true. Okay, we'll do one more. Uh, I... Was the captain of my year six soccer team.
1: <laughs> see, I can't see it being a thing, but that might be why it's true. Mm. Because because it's so out of character. True. I'm going to go get true.
0: It's true. Five from yes. five, Tom. Yes. You would have been halfway to a prize.
1: Oh, that's pretty good. There you go. Um, do you know, we had, a, we had a true and false thing on our Friday night, but they were uh, about animal, animal sex facts. And <laughs> <laughs> animals have sex. It's just a thing, Chris. You don't need to ding the bell. One of the facts, there was, there was a question about how um, these sea creatures, which are, um, are, have male and female genitalia, what do you what do you call that? Um,
0: hermaphroditic.
1: Hermaphroditic. That could be it. Anyway, how the way that they I'm they they don't impregnate themselves, they impregnate each other. But the way that they decide who is going to be the one to impregnate the other is they do penis sword fighting, and that was a question whether that was true or false. <laughs> Anyway,
0: so can you put an explicit tag on this week's podcast? Because I'm not
1: swearing. I'm using an anatomically. You're being explicit,
0: language. though. You're speaking explicitly <laughs> about a sword fight.
1: <laughs> anyway, so then that was probably the the that discussion was the highlight of the night for the my Year 6 table. They had many questions about it, but I did not um, indulge those questions. Mm. Otherwise, I definitely would have needed. Your bell.
0: Okay, so in biology, a hermaphrodite is an organism, as in an earthworm or plant, having both the male and female organs of reproduction. Is that
1: well? Yep, that's it. That's what there this was. But it was like a underwater thing. So it wasn't a worm or a plant. Maybe like well, a wormy I think kind they were of plant. Just examples. Mm. <laughs> anyway, so. That's that's just off topic, but you reminded me of it. Same. So.
0: Well, I apologise <laughs> to our listeners that I did.
1: Yeah, good. Anyway, going back to your. Uh, oh yeah, and we night. also
0: had um, one of our newer leaders give his first talk at our youth group, and he went old school. He used a whiteboard and like oh. did like wrote stuff down as he spoke, which is not my you know I'm very much a slides and visuals kind of guy but um it was good it was it's really great for them to see the gospel articulated faithfully in a bunch of different ways by a bunch of different people and so yeah I thought it was um yeah it's good for them to keep on hearing from a diversity of voices and so it was mostly about the new creation and the big idea being like we don't go finally to heaven, like that's not God's ultimate aim for us to spend eternity somewhere else, but that he's coming to reunite heaven and earth and make this world our perfect home again. And so I was reminded again that the good news of Jesus is really, really good news, and it's better than most people think it is. So there you go. That's the
1: takeaway from the whole term.
0: Yeah. Maybe the whole Life, holidays, and this is the takeaway from life is how good to Jesus. <laughs> um, before we talk about next week, Tom, can I remind everybody that if they'd like to email us at Chris and Tom's youth group podcast at gmail.com, not just about uh the Coles delivery, but about any complaints you'd like to make about Tom's um <laughs> not safe for the little ears facts. Um or any compliments just that you would like facts. to give me on being the captain of my year six soccer team, or if you have questions or comments or anything, you can email us. Questions and if you'd about... like to rate and review our podcast, oh yeah, you can do that too.
1: Share it with all your youth ministry friends.
0: There you go. Um. Anyway, how, what are you doing next week, Tom? Last next? one.
1: Yeah, next week's last one. As I said, we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about sex. Do the debrief from last week. Mm-hmm. I think the older ones are going to get a bunch of Bible verses and some questions, and we're going to give them as much kind of space as possible, just to have whatever discussion they want to have in their small group. And the younger ones, I think we're going to try and run, you know, like where you. Down on one side of the room, if you believe this; down on the other side of the room, if you believe mm-hmm. this. And then we'll try and tease out some discussion from there, and then look at some Bible verses. And yeah, I think it will run a bit more like a discussion amongst them all, um, rather than a, a standard kind of Bible study. Um, I think because because of the way that last last week they. Some of them were just kind of like, oh man, this is a bit much. We just want to, I just want to do something which kind of keeps them moving mm. and engaged and things happening really quickly. So, um, yeah, we'll see see what happens. I'll let you know. We're going to have dinner as well. It'll be our last dinner of the term. And um, nice. that'll be it. Eat dinner, talk about the Bible, see what happens. Oh, no, I completely forgot another thing I had to share about last week.
0: Is it about the and, money?
1: It's not about the money. Uh, no, I still don't have any money updates for you. I'm sorry. Because we didn't really discuss it because we were too busy having the discussions about sex. Um, but at the end of the night, uh, the other uh, church who is uh, their leader is a woman called Alex who wrote into the podcast previously to ask about bird games or to make a bird game suggestion. Mm. Um she were, was in charge of uh, doing dessert. And so what they did for dessert, her and her husband, they went to Woolies and bought a bunch of Woolies uh, cinnamon donuts. And then they great. put them in an air fryer and just heated them up Ooh. super quick. And then everyone got hot cinnamon donuts. Well, but they great. were just from Woolies. And it was, well, I heard it was yummy. I myself did not partake. Oh,
0: you can't do that. Yeah,
1: but... But everyone else, said it was great and it smelled great. So if you want a cheap game changing dessert, look no further than That's Alex's great. air fried donuts.
0: You can maybe get some like plain corn chips and put them in the air fryer for a while and have yeah, corn chips. Can do
1: that. I had a, I actually had a gluten free one which they got for me, which was oh, great. Which was good. It was better than no d- donut. That's for sure. What are you doing next week, Chris?
0: Um, We are having our final one for the term as well. We're doing a combined night with two other youth groups and they're all the youth groups that are partnering with us to do our big kids outreach program in the holidays. And so we're going to do some stuff together with all of our youth and I'm going to give a talk that basically recaps the term and also serves as here is what we're going to be teaching the younger kids at the kids' program. So hopefully that'll go well. And some other people are organizing some activities, and I don't really know what they are yet, but I'll report <laughs> back next week. So there you go. Brilliant. It's going to be
1: fun, I assume. All right. So I, I feel like that's time for the music then.
0: Yep. Let's, let's do we, it. We're getting in under half an hour, Tom. We'll see how we go. Look at that. We are going pro at 21. If you can get the music to start, (laughs) it's not going. Uh, We just have to pretend it's there. uh, Again. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, the music's getting louder. Oh, it's (laughs) drowning me out. See you next time. Uh... Nailed it again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) ChrisMorphy.com.
0: Sorry. Nailed it again.
1: No, I've got the music going. It's happening.
0: (laughs) Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast. Um, Tune in next week when we try to get the music going the first time. Will it happen? Who knows? Did the groceries come? Who knows? Tune in next week for more. ChrisMovie.com And TomFrench.com.au nailed it again.
1: Did we ever.